Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no FAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Chauncey Show. We're always right and never left. We put God first and politics second. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. Welcome to the show. I hope everybody is well. And I hope everybody is blessed. And I want to send out prayers to everyone. Health and happiness. And I hope everybody is doing well with the unfortunate spread and rise of the Delta variant. We keep our thoughts and prayers to all of those first responders, nurses, doctors, everybody on the front line trying to give us a normal life while we are battling a deadly pandemic. Today, shortly, we'll have in the studio an extraordinary individual with an extraordinary background. As a freelancer, Robin Tyson worked with NBC, CNBC, CBS News 12, and CBN News, A&N, and Center for Applied Linguistics. The idealists may come in varieties. Not any of them have a thing to do with being an Einstein. Robin Tyson is one such individual, and if you're not careful, she will most likely have created another idea by the time you finish reading her bio. Her drive and ambition are unrelenting, and she is determined to let nothing stand in her way of success. In the past several years, this multi-talented public speaker, writer, producer has gathered some significant hints. Proving she is far from a one-hit wonder, this talent lady has produced segments on award-winning news stations, NBC, CNBC, CBS, CBN, and News 12. She's just getting started, blazing her trail. She plans to engage her audience about breaking global and political news. So keep a close watch for this new rising star that doesn't seem ever to burn out. She will soon be launching an expedition of blogs on beauty tips and secrets, human interest and health. She will highlight local business opportunities empowering the lives of many. 
one individual at a time by all accounts, is Robin's motto. Robin will continue to soar the stars with her accomplishments, but her true passion is empowering as many people as she can along the way. I am honored and blessed to welcome in the studio with me today, national renowned journalist, Robin Tyson, to the show. How are you? I'm doing great, Chauncey. Thanks for having me today. Wow, that's quite an intro. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on my show and talk to my my listeners. You have an extraordinary background. And uh, today's topic is going to be about politics and mainstream media. If you would like to do your own introduction or you'd like to share something with my audience prior to us getting into a conversation, uh, you may do that as well if you'd like. No, actually, I think that you encompass quite a bit. And I think that's, you know, probably more than the audience can handle today. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. But remember, audience, watch out and look out for Robin Tyson because she is an extraordinary individual. She has counseled and mentored me on the side, uh, and I'm very blessed and thankful for her input as relates to her advice that she's given to me about the media. What do you think about politics in the media today, and I don't know if I'm prefacing it. I'm really just opening the conversation up for various points of view that we can jump off of. Because it seems like politics today in the mainstream media is driving people either to one direction or the other with very little facts, but a lot of opinions based on character of people. What say you? Are you opening that up to the audience, or you're asking me that specific question? I'm asking you that question. It's only you and I. We're not taking any callers today. This oh, is all for Robin. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know the form or the format. Um, I would yes. say that that would be accurate in that assessment. That pretty much anybody that has an iPhone or a smartphone can be a journalist at this point in time, and I think that that has affected journalism adversely. That you know. Um, there's not a lot of fact-finding, fact-checking. There's not a lot of introspection. And you're not giving the news pertaining to the audience. You're giving the news pertaining to a political or a religious affiliation, depending on the station. So that's how I think it has changed. Why? Social media. And, you know, that under, yeah, and it undermines professional journalism like you, the real work that you do. Yeah, Doesn't or it? that I did. I don't do it. Yeah, or, right. That I did. Well, once you're a journalist, you're right. Okay, well, I'll let you talk about that if you want to mention that briefly. Well, no, I, I segue out of it because it was time for me to do that. I think I've reached a certain plateau in my journalism career where there wasn't anywhere to go but management. And, you know, that kind of takes away from all the guts and glory of wanting to get in journalism if you're kind of behind the scenes, so to speak, in doing it. You're not actually in the, the mix. But I'm um, sorry, you were going to ask something else. Uh, no, uh, you know, no. I, you know, what do you think the future, as a result of journalism, is? I mean, I look at the ratings of a lot of uh, mainstream media that are tanking after this election. What's going on here? Wow, that's a good question. Where is it going? What's the face of media or news? Media is like always going to be there, and that's a genre of different things. But news itself, 
Um, I, I'm not sure what the face is going to look like at the end of the day, but I know that one of the advertisers, the top advertising agency out of New York, and the name kind of um, leaves me at the moment, um, they just did a really full commercial blast. The New York Times is truth. You know, fact-finding, fact-checking, it's all about truth and how media has changed. So I think it's something people are really taking a very close look at and trying to figure out how. Are we going to go to school for journalism? Is there a need to do that anymore? Um, <laughs> is there an arena? Is it just going to be multimedia news journalism? Because when I got the job over at CBN News and Cap- as a Capitol Hill news producer, you know, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, write a story. And I was like, write a story. I'm a broadcast journalist. I write for the television. I don't write for, you know, print. They're like, oh, no, you're a hybrid journalist now. And I'm like, a hybrid journalist? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what's that? And they're like, oh, well, you write for, you know, the Internet, and you also do broadcast stuff. And I was like, but it was very limited broadcast stuff at that point. And I said, well, wait a minute. How do I find out about you know, um, Trump or Senator, you know, um, McGowan or something about this particular information. They said, oh, go on the Internet. I said, what? They said, go on the Internet and you can find information. I said, you got to be kidding me. So there's no more calling out people, getting information, fact-checking, or, you know, go to this notable organization. And this was a Republican station that I was working for, by the way. Go to Pew because they have good people there and they're knowledgeable. And I was like, hmm? So it was very jaded, and then that just kind of – I lost interest in it at that point. You know, it's very interesting what you described because, uh, like you so eloquently stated, I remember when journalists – and even when I was involved in politics, I was elected official 15 years ago. They wanted to hear from the source. They wanted to have a person that they could talk to. And, you know, it's ironic – no, it's not ironic. It's sad that, you know, go to the Internet – because most of the stuff that's misinformation, unless you understand how to personally fact check. Now, on that note, being a journalist, how can you help my listeners and me? How do we know when a story is factually correct? Or how can we cross-check or fact-check information that the mainstream media puts out there? And the best is, is that when they, when they put something out there, uh, the source is anonymous. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> I would say I would go to the news filtering stations, so to speak, like Reuters, like AP Wire. Um, I, I think that journalists look at those wire stations as being as accurate and fact-based. It came from the wire. Let's say something happened in London, London Times, and, you know, what the prime minister said this or that. You can quote an AP Wire and look at that as being fact-based information, direct quotes, you know. And But I, those are the only things I could think of, you know, um, those kinds of news media streaming channels. And there's probably more out there now, especially with everything going on. But with the media having the range that it has, I mean, Internet media, that is. So there's probably other news wire stations, but the most reputable ones would be AP and Reuters. You know, it's ironic that you mentioned Reuters. Uh, I have a consulting business, and that's where I normally post my my business stuff is from Reuters. But AP, uh, I forgot, that is an excellent news source that, like you said, normally when anything hits the ticker, it's coming through AP, and then AP sends mm-hmm. it out to all the other networks. So that's a real uh, nugget there and a gold piece for my listeners that, you know, to look at AP News, um, 
I think that uh, you can sign up with AP News just with a, an email address and get their free news. But that is an excellent source because you're right. They they pretty much share facts. They don't get into the to the minutia of, of, of what's going on. So that's a that's an excellent idea. You know, it's sad mm-hmm. that when people now even you know because I'm involved in social media and and in course radio. It's ironic when I see people on social media platforms post information from sources that are, how can I say it, uh, what do you call sources that are uncredible, not fake news. There's another name for it. And I see when I go myself and I go back and look at these news sites, they're basically just opinion news sites based on whatever way they're leaning and however they want to frame their narrative and it distorts the facts. I noticed that happens a lot. Um, so I hope that my audience will take uh, that really good footnote of AP News to, you know, whatever channels you listen to, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, whatever, you know, whatever you listen to, AP is a great source to cross-check um, because they always share the news directly from sources when it goes uh, 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 to print. You know, the media has been extremely influential in the political realm, and I personally don't know, or I don't think, that that's really good for the people, meaning the people, the people, meaning we the people, you know, because this information, whether it's about COVID-19, and we see how many different things come out about COVID-19, and I'm not talking about the vaccine in and of itself, should you wear a mask, take off a mask, uh, wear a mask indoors. It's like they don't know exactly, and they change their stories consistently. How can people really understand when they listen to the news what to do? And 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 it's 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 really, really sad. And, you know, like I said, I understand now why – you know, you got out of journalism. Actually, you wanted to be a broadcast journalist, which I'm aware of, and they wanted you writing for other people, which is unfortunate. But we also know that that business is extremely tough and political um, to get into, and uh, you've had a lengthy service in that field, and we thank you for your commitment. So now what's going on next? What do you want to do now? I mentioned a couple things. You want to blog about beauty uh, about beauty products, uh, businesses, politics. Um, that's the next thing that you're embarking upon. Yeah, I'm embarking upon anything that I choose to talk about on that particular day. Or that particular <laughs> and, and, you know, it's good. And you don't understand how liberating that is. Being in a place in a space where you're always told what to write about, what to talk about, what to, you know, investigate, what to research, it is liberating to really be in a space where you can just do whatever you want to do and write about what you want to. So, yes, I have a few passions. You know, um, I am an activist in terms of, you know, wanting the environment to be right and leaving a minimal amount of footprint, you know, a carbon footprint that is, and talking about the importance of that as well as, you know, children, you know, and the trafficking issues, another passion or concern of mine. And, um, of course, you know, I'm always about the beauty, too. I love beauty and fashion and all the above. Any New York girl born and bred, if you bleed blue, 
You also bleed Bloomingdale's, you know, Saks. <laughs> uh, Macy's back in well, Macy's back in the day. You're right, Saks Fifth Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> you're talking, you're talking the '80s. Uh, we used to go shopping all. That was our thing, shopping in the '80s to all the big okay, stores. That, maybe that was your, maybe that's your story. My story is I'm still shopping. <laughs> you know what? Um, <laughs> you know, you're right. I'm that was. <laughs> You know, you got me on that one, Robin. You're right. That used to be yeah, my story. It's not anymore. <laughs> I'm looking forward to my trip. Trust me. I am always looking forward to having an opportunity. But, yeah, going back to the original topic here, the subject matter that you're looking at, journalism, the faith has changed. It is not what it used to be, and it is going to continue to change. I don't know where it's going. I don't think it's going to be a typical newsroom. I know a lot of when I hear the newsroom, especially print journalism, they are downsizing. Um, you no longer have to go into a newsroom and write and talk and share ideas. You can do that from your home. And um, it gives a lot of people that are talented the opportunity to talk about and to be about things, you know, and discuss it, you know, um, openly. And um, you don't have to, like you said, pay the dues that we had to pay, you know, getting into network news was not an easy task. And especially for a minority, especially for someone who didn't graduate from um, an Ivy League school, that they take the cream of the crop. So it was a challenge. Now you really don't have to have all that. You just have to be good. You know, Robin, I want to say thank you. Uh, I'm a little selfish at this point. I'm glad that you're not working at NBC or uh, CBS, because if you were, you couldn't come on my show probably. So, oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've always listened yeah, about that, about that. Well, okay. Stuff, you know, and I still am and open for that opportunity. Anybody that, you know, mentoring is something that I had and I was blessed to have. And I met a lot of notable people in the industry working at the news station, and they were gracious, and I appreciate that. Thank you. That, that, that's awesome. You know, like I said, you have an incredible career, and even now embarking upon you wanting to help small business, women with beauty products, and uh, and writing uh, about politics. Um, you writing about politics, what in particular um, interests you in the political realm for you to write about in politics? Absolutely nothing. I hated politics. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Robin, Robin, you're the best, Robin. I, I got <laughs> Listen, Robin will always I tell you like straight. <laughs> I'm but, sorry, okay, Robin. But to, so, so the stories that I cover, if you go to robinpython.org, you'll see mm -hmm. my um, portfolio and some of the stories I wrote. And one of the first stories, which is my notable storytelling opportunity, uh, when I first got the job at CBN News, Capitol Hill News producer, they asked me to cover a story pertaining to how Trump diminished food stamps in America. So I did, but I put a spin on the story. So in order to see the story, you have to go to my website and read it. But um, it's one of the articles that I've had hybrid write, you know, so it was interesting. And news politics. If I had to pick a, a, a venue or, I guess, in a, a genre of political news, I'd probably stay and lean more towards the stories that make a difference. The reason why I got into journalism. You know, the stories that are about the communities, you know, that are about improving or about human interest pieces, that would be, and that's not really political, but um, 
I would need more. No, that's right on point. That's exactly what I was looking for, is that you would write and post articles in reference in politics to help raise the level of consciousness of people and help to provide people with insight to have a better lifestyle. I think that politics is business. Business is politics. And I think that you taking that humanitarian perspective in politics is really what people need to hear, you know, because you're trying to give information to help people not to sway their opinions um, like most media does with politics. And that's important because people want the facts. People want to hear, how can you help me with the information that you're sharing? How does it relate to me? Some people do, but some people, the reason why that these political affiliations with certain stations are there is because people like it. They want to go and hear Republican stuff at this station. They want to go here and hear Democrat stuff. And that's how it evolved because that's what people wanted. So, yeah, some people want it, but they know what station they can go and get it from. And it's really funny that that's the way it is now. You know, Republican, Democrat, liberal. <laughs> this Each station is differential, and I'm not going to call anybody out on anything because I'm, you know, I just, you know, like to be careful with that. Some people may, stations may not like being called out (laughs) by any political solution, so I don't want to state that. However, I can call them out. (laughs) No, but you're absolutely right. You know, if you lean, you know, uh, to the left, you're going to watch CNN. If you lean to the right, you're going to watch Fox. If you lean ultra-right, then you'll be looking at Barrett News. If you go all the way to the left, then you'll be looking at, uh, you know, something else. So you're right. You know, whatever a person's particular interest is, but the thing is, like you said earlier, you know, most of these stations today, it's talking about opinion with very, very little facts, and it's hard for people to decipher. Uh, They take those opinions as facts, and you see it, they run with it, retweet it, you know, repost it, um, and it's just their opinions, you know, based on other information, you know, but it's nice that, uh, you know, you shared with us AP News which is really the point of all information that comes through uh, national news and that gets spread normally from AP, whether it's newspapers or whatever. Uh, So that is a very, very, like I said, a good nugget to have for people to cross-check their news sources with AP news because, like you said, they normally get it first. Um, Do you think that... Y'all yes. shouldn't be writing no journalist stories unless you're a journalist anyway. No. <laughs> unless you went to school, no. And that will eliminate a lot of the confusion, but I know that's not going to happen. reality is people are going to still do and talk about everything they want to talk about, and that's the freedom of speech, and that's where it comes into play. And Internet made that freedom of speech Robin, a vast network. I love, <laughs> I love your forthrightness more than anything in the world. You, you're a, you are a truth seeker and a truth speaker, and that's why I have you on this show because you're going to tell it like it is. You're not going to tap dance, you know. And and I I really uh, uh, appreciate that. Um, do you see the media today? Um, it seems like I'll, I'll wait until you're done because it's a little bit of noise in the background. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. Forgive me. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Please continue. And I apologize. I know you're busy, so I know I caught you, you know, off guard today, and I know you got a busy schedule. Um, no, no, that's not true. I just have a tendency to keep moving. I don't know when to stop. But go ahead. I'm muting you so you can have your – I can have you um, with your <laughs> – So um, 
So today, it seems as like you just mentioned that the news media has gathered their genre of followers, whether it be liberal, moderate, or conservative. So do you think that that style of journalism is going to be here in that framework to stay? Okay, unfortunately, um, Robin's call into the studio was dropped by accident. So we're going to wait for her uh, to come back in until we do. You're listening to The Chauncey Show. We're always right, never left. I'm your host. We put God first and politics second. And I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. We have journalist Robin Tyson uh, that will be back in the studio shortly, who's worked for NBC, CNBC, CBS News 12, and CBN News. And we're talking about politics in the media today. I would like my guests or my followers to hold on a second while I'll try to um, uh, get um, Robin back into the studio. Hold on. While we are waiting uh, for Robin to return, coming up this Thursday, uh, our show, we're going to have uh, Black Conservative, another journalist, uh, meet Rachel Inez Stovell, who is a journalist for the Gazette, a magazine. She's going to be in the studio She's going to be in the studio on Thursday. So that's going to be a very, very interesting con. Uh, unfortunately, we had to postpone and reschedule our show uh, because uh, her husband had passed away. So we're looking forward to having her uh, back into uh, the studio. Okay. Um, let's see if we can get a hold of Robin. If not, uh we might have to. Okay. While we're trying to wait for Robin to come back in the studio, uh, you can follow The Chauncey Show on Facebook, The Chauncey Show on Twitter, The Chauncey Show USA. You can follow us on Spreaker. Uh, that's where you can follow all of our podcasts on Spreaker Podcast. Um, also, we're on Parlor. We're on Gab. Uh, so The Chauncey Show is all over, but to listen to our podcast, you can go to Spreaker and listen to our podcast. I hope everything is well with Robin, um, and uh, and hopefully we can get her back in the studio. Okay, so this Thursday we have Rachel Inez um, Stolville, who will be in the studio. And then the following week, we're going to have Kathy Burnett, who was a candidate for U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania. So that's who we're going to have and um, in the studio the following week. And then hopefully the following Thursday, we're going to have the president of the Center for American Disease Study, hopefully Paul Crespo, in the studio. So um, that will be coming up. And then a week after that, we're going to have Reverend, Reverend W.J. Coleman, Jr., Ph.D., running for state senator. Uh, in Minnesota. After that, we're going to have a Republican gubernatorial candidate running for California governor 2021. 
uh, Major Williams. And then we have the Billy Prempa of New Jersey, who's running for Congress uh, in the New Jersey 9th Congressional District. That's who we will have uh, lined up uh, then. Unfortunately, we lost Robin. We want to thank everybody for tuning in today to The Chauncey Show. Please follow us and like us also on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Also, please, if you can help us out, uh, we uh, rely on small donations from our listeners uh, so we can continue to deliver We the People news to the nation. So uh, please, um, please consider making a donation to PayPal me. That's PayPal me, the Chauncey Show. PayPal me, the Chauncey Show. We would appreciate your continued support. We want to thank all of those who have contributed in the past. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to apologize uh, for the technical difficulty with us uh, losing Robin in the studio. Hopefully we'll have her back on again. Uh, So please uh, follow us and uh, check back for updates. We thank you all for tuning in. Uh, God bless you all. Have a blessed day, and remember, keep the faith. Good night now. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, By providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too. And with no FAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. When we talk about McDonald's combo meals, we talk about savory meat, golden fries, and your favorite drink. Now, the combo meals just got crispy, juicy, and tender with the new crispy chicken sandwich combo. And you have to try it. Get a classic or spicy crispy chicken sandwich with medium fries and a medium soft drink like Sprite for only 6 bucks. Promotion pricing may be lower than meal pricing. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.